I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And we're going to help you keep your uh, dream running with the help we get for a long time now with Dan Burns, who is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Dan, good to see you again. Uh, welcome back to the U.S. of A. Yeah, good to be back. Thank you. Yeah, you had a good time, I hope. I uh, did. Italy. Yeah, you, had, we, you were at a wedding. I was right? at a wedding in Italy. My neighbor, my neighbor, uh, my neighbor's daughter got married, and he hosted us all in Italy. Wow, it was a big deal. I guess, and, uh, but it was just a, a great time. So you had a little bit of good food too. I bet first time I've ever been over the pond, so it was a it was a How challenge did, for me. But, well, you've uh, told me that uh, you're a pretty good sleeper on the plane. Though. I, yeah, I slept fine on the train. Well, and then going over, you fly overnight. So I I uh, slept on the plane going over, and then coming back, it's during the day, of course. Right. So I watched three movies. I got caught up. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and they they uh, at Delta, they just keep feeding you. You know, it's uh, it was it was actually pretty pleasant. Well, I did I did not good. mind it at all. Well, you didn't repair any cars when you were over there, did you? I didn't even drive a car while you did I was not. over there. You know, the, the the reputation of the Italian drivers <laughs> in these small towns and narrow roads and small cars scared me, yeah. and appropriately. I think you're right. I, I would not have Good done choice. well uh, driving, so we just, the few times we did have to go somewhere, I just got a driver, and, and uh, he, took, uh, he took me where I was going. A lot safer, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, we're glad you're back. And uh, helping our CCO listeners out. If you do have uh, a car care question for Dan, uh, call us or send a text. 81807 is the text number. We're already getting those. But the lines have been cleared. So if you want to talk to Dan with your uh, car, truck, van problem, whatever the case may be, 651-989-9226. Keep in mind, Dan will be here for about another 30 minutes, about another half hour. So don't wait. If you have a question, shoot it to us right now. Again, either by phone or by text. Uh, again, text number 81807. Text came in, Dan, before you walked in the studio, and it came from Mary. Let's see if I can piece it together here. Good morning. I have a question for Dan. I have a 2011 Silverado. The check engine light comes on intermittently. Made an appointment at the uh, dealership. Then the light went off. I canceled the appointment. Light was off for a few days, now back on. It's not blinking. Can the issue be diagnosed if the light is not on when I bring it in? Was told that if the light is not actually on, the mechanic would not be able to determine the problem, but I'm questioning that advice. Uh, she's, that's a very good question, actually. Yes, if the check engine light has been on, the uh, computer will store data it will. about that, and we can actually get a freeze frame that will tell us exactly what was going on when the check engine light was on. And uh, and that you know the technician will take that information and and give you some direction from there. But uh, the answer is the fact that it's been on more than once. Uh, you should absolutely bring it in and have it checked and see what's going on. Now, at times, would uh, in case of a problem, be, that check engine light be blinking? Does yes. it blink too? If not it, just solid. If it's actually misfiring, if the. Uh, Engine is misfiring. That can actually damage the catalytic converter by oh, overheating yeah. it and melting it down, and that's dangerous. So if the check engine light is blinking, uh, they say to stop the car and have it towed. I'd, 
personally wouldn't do that, but but I would not drive it very far. I would okay. go directly to my shop and and uh, get it repaired. 651-989-9226. That's the phone number for any kind of a car care question for ASC certified technician Dan Burns. Uh, text is 81807. Here's another text, Dan. I know we have to do a quick break here, but more show to come. A 2013 F-150. The dash lights get real dim for a while and then come back on brighter. Well, if the if it's just the dash lights, if it's not the interior lights or anything like that, then... Uh there's probably something going on. You know, there's a, a rheostat, a button that you can use to adjust the brightness and dimness of the uh, oh, that's right. of the dash, and maybe that maybe there's something going wrong with that circuit. Uh, so that's where we would start. If the if all the lights, including the headlights and the interior lights, are all going dim, then I would be concerned that perhaps the alternator is not charging. Oh yes, at times, and uh, so either way, you should have that checked. Bring it in, and have that checked because. Uh, because, you, you know, you need your dash lights on at, at, in the evening. Years ago, you used to tell me, tell us, that you kind of like the electrical issues to kind of be the detective to try to hunt those down. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at that. Are I kind of have a nose for so that. You're a strong so suit. That's huh? my strong suit. Yeah, right. I have a lot of weak suits, as you know, <laughs> but, uh, but that's no. one I'm pretty strong at. Well, hang on, uh, Dan. Dan Burns is back from Lloyd's Automotive. We'll find out where you can get in touch with those guys when we come back. Carl, you're going to be next on the phone, and there is a line open. If you have a car care question for Dan, 651-989-9226, or send a text, 81807. In the Twin Cities, currently 57. We're heading for 82 later today. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Denny Long here with Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on that beautiful Grand Avenue. Tell us exactly where on Grand, Dan. We are at 982 Grand Avenue, which, uh, by the way, Grand Old Day is... Grand Old Day is coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, a couple of weeks. So, yeah, isn't that something? That's yeah, kind of a, already. That's wow. kind of a welcome to summer event uh, when Grand Old Day happens. So Excellent. We'll put keep that on your calendar. You remind us of that, yeah. too, uh, when it happens. Yeah. Dan is, uh, also has a website. It's Actually, the new website that I've been talking about for far too long is going live on Monday. So, All right. So check that out. It's lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net. Or uh, give us a call. Uh, Big Nick will be there this morning, 651-228-1316. Excellent. Back to the phones we go. And the text number, by the way, if you want to send down a text, is 81807. But Carl in St. Paul has been waiting. Carl, thank you. What is your question? Good morning, Dan. Say, I've got a question for you. <clears throat> I changed oil in, in my uh, Ranger, O2 Ford Ranger, uh, <clears throat> last uh, November, the end of November. And I only got about maybe... Not even quite 2,000 miles on. I haven't been driving much, but anyway, is it, um, should that should that be changed, or, or can I go for a while yet on it? <laughs> I would, I, but I'm conservative, so I'll I'll start the conversation with that. I always uh, err on the side of caution and 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 care, but uh, I would change it. I, no matter what, no matter how many miles my interval is, or what my manufacturer recommends, I would at least change it twice a year. So, uh, I, you know, if you drive enough to, to, uh, you know, some of the oil change intervals are 10,000 miles now. And if you drive enough to do that in, in six months, that's fine. But either way, I would still have it changed twice a year and better to be safe. Well, and there's more to it, you know, along with the oil change comes checking a whole bunch of other stuff. And so, 
uh, I think that that's important. That's so, that's a good point. Yeah, it needs to be serviced that frequently. Very good, Carl. Thank you. Uh, Ray and Chaplin was uh, calling in. Ray, you're on with Dan. Okay. Good morning. Morning. Um, I have a 2008 Buick Enclave, and uh, for about a year or so, maybe more, I, I occasionally get in the vehicle and I put the key in the ignition and I t- turn the key to start. Nothing happens at all. Maybe I take the key out, put it back in, do it two or three times, and then it it starts and everything's fine. Might be okay for like, you know, two weeks, then it'll happen again. Yeah, you know, in the key, the first thing I'd recommend is try a different key. It's probably not that. Usually, it's in the receiver part of it. But but when when the vehicle's in a in a situation where it won't start, if you find the security light uh, on the vehicle when the car is actually working, there's a light, and oftentimes when it's doing what you're describing that security light will be flashing, which means that it's disabling the car because it doesn't recognize the key. And, of course, it is the right key, but uh, but there's the, a little transmitter in the key and there's a receiver in the ignition switch, and one of those is not happy uh, if you're seeing that, that uh, security light flashing. And the repair most often is to replace that uh, ignition switch. And I would recommend that you bring it in, you know, it's – it's frustrating for us as as uh, technicians because, of course, when you drop it off, it's not going to act up for us. But, but uh, you know, you're getting your warning that it's going to act up, and eventually it's going to get to the point where it's going to leave you stranded, and you don't want that to happen. So uh, if it was my car and I wasn't able to uh, get it to act up, or and, and if I was able to confirm that when it happens the security light is indeed flashing, then I would just – Ask the technician to go ahead and replace that ignition switch so that I don't get stuck somewhere. Okay, very good. Thank you, Ray. A couple of text messages that are pretty close to the same, uh, given the warm weather this weekend. What about air conditioners that and vehicles that, that don't seem to be cooling? Well, uh, that's a good point. We were, we were talking about we this were. earlier. That, uh, number one, everybody should turn their air conditioner on today and be sure that it does cool. Because what's going to happen is the weather's going to get warm and, and uh, then everybody's going to want their air conditioning serviced and I can't do them all at once. So uh, it's better off to, to know that you're going to have trouble and get something scheduled and get it repaired. Same thing in your house. Turn your air conditioning on in your house before you need it. And might know, be the weekend to do yeah, both. Yeah, it might huh? be the weekend, but, uh, but know that your air conditioning in your house is going to work also. But at any rate, if it's not cooling, most commonly it's low on refrigerant. Uh, it, you know, cars nowadays do not hold very much, so if it leaks a little bit, it goes down to a level low enough where it'll disable the system so that the system doesn't get ruined uh, in the process. So oftentimes the repair is just to add some refrigerant, and it'll be good for another several years. If the leak is significant enough, then we'll, of course, have to locate that leak. Uh, we put some dye in to the system and, you know, find the leak, but... Uh, if it's too slow, we can't detect it anywhere, and, and we'll, you just have to settle for uh, having it recharged every several years. Is the newer, quote, newer coolant refrigerant uh, as efficient as the old stuff? Uh, the newer stuff is, it and is. the newest stuff is. Oh, it's even newer. Yeah, but the, uh, the newest stuff is very, very complicated so far. It's a whole new system and a whole new mm. gas and requires a whole new... Set up, and I, I haven't actually 
touched any of it yet, but I what I hear is that it's very expensive, like oh, wow. very, very expensive. Interesting. Yeah, so beware of that. All right, Dan, hang on. We have more show to come. Dan's going to be with us for about another 15 minutes, so if you have a question, uh, either by phone or by text, send it to, to Dan for sure. In the Twin Cities, it's 57 degrees. We're going for 82, so you might be using that AC uh, today, both at home and in your car, if you have it. When you look up, when you drive into your driveway, and you look at your house and you see uh, your shingles on your roof, what does it look like? Are they curled? Maybe you see some bald spots, cracked shingles, moss growing, things like that. Maybe your roof just looks old and worn. You should really get in touch with Linda's Construction. Get those GAF asphalt shingles on there. Lindis, by the way, Minnesota's number one asphalt roofing company for good reason, too. One of the most experienced and respected roofing companies. They're a certified master elite installer for GAF. Great shingles. You want to ask them about those Glenwood Lifetime Designer shingles, too, among others. They're thicker, three layers, provides kind of an aesthetically pleasing look. Not kind of, it really does. We had uh, Lindis put on those shingles in our house, uh, well, it'll be two years ago, this uh, coming July. And right now you can get 75% off installation labor on GAF asphalt roofing. Some restrictions apply. Just go to lindusconstruction.com, L-I-N-D-U-S, or call them at 1-800-LEAFGUARD. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Dan, you reminded me uh, that when we did the show from the Mall of America, that that was... And the mall has been around for how many years? 25 years. I, I find just, that hard I, I to just believe. saw it on the news yesterday. It's true. It, it, it's in August. It's, it'll be 25 years so I keep years saying old. you you helping us out on CCO for 20 years. It's over that. It's over 25. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Time flies. Yeah. Well, let's put you back to work. Gary is calling from Wyoming, Minnesota with a question. Thank you, Gary, for waiting. What's your question? Hi. My wife has a 2008 Buick Lucerne, and we had to take both of our cars, so I was following her. And I noticed when she would come to an intersection, the brake light would come on properly. She would, you know, accelerate out of the intersection, and the brake light would be off. But then at about speed of about 40 miles an hour, the brake light would come back on again. And we've had trouble with the cruise control working. And so now I'm thinking these two things are related because the brake light, you know, once you hit the brakes, the crews are shut off. You, have you experienced this with a 2008 Buick Lucerne? Yeah, you're absolutely right on the money, and the information you gave me would would uh, cost me a bunch of money in diagnostics that I otherwise would have charged you. So. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. Wow, all right. No, that's exactly right. What you're describing is, is exactly right. The brake light switch and the cruise control are related, and I'm sure that your brake light switch is failing and that's what's causing the trouble. So if you take it in and ask to have the brake light switch replaced, that will take care of your problem. Oh, very good. Yep. All right. Thanks, Gary. Janine is calling in on a cell phone. Janine, good morning. Hi, Danny. Janine from CLIA. Oh, hi. How are you? We were in class together with the, well, I was going to say we were in jail with the Hennepin County Sheriff. Yeah. Thanks. But we, it was not quite like that. How you been? Good, good. On my way to another Another one of those things. Another one of those things. Well, what, do you have a car issue you want to ask about? Well, I do. My um, my car, it's a 2006 Chevy Trailblazer. And if usually if I use my air conditioning or my defrost, when I shut the car down, the inside fans continue to run with the key out of the ignition. Not the outside fan, not the one that cools the engine, but 
the fans that actually blow on you inside mm. the car. Wow. And it's intermittent, so I don't know what. Yeah, I don't think that's right. Um, the uh, I've, It could be, but I've, I mean, some cars are programmed that way, but I don't think that's right. So I think that that's uh, a problem that uh, you probably need to have addressed because, of course, if it runs all night, you'll come out and the battery will be dead. And uh, and you could get to that, but that it's the fans are actually controlled by the body control module. Uh, you know the air conditioning uh, portion of of that computer, and uh, I think that if you take it in and, and have that checked, there there um, it's just like all other computers. If there's a problem with it, oftentimes there'll be some some. Uh, information stored in the computer that that we can use some diagnostic codes and so forth, and so oh. I think that you should start with bringing it in and just telling somebody that story. Ask them to check for codes and see if they do have any information. It might not be telling, but but uh, it's pretty common for the body control module to fail on that vehicle, and we've replaced a lot of them. Mm. So that might be where you're heading. Yeah, time for a new car, actually. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, if, if, if before you get to that, Janine, take it to Lloyd's, and uh, they'll take care of it for you. I, I think I'll do that. All right. Well, it was great to hear from you. Be safe yeah, out have there. have a good day. All right. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah. All right. It's uh, 739. Dan is going to be with us for a few more minutes. Uh, I want to grab a text message before we get to too much out of time here. And if I can find it, it's a 2000. Seven Corolla headlights always come on when the car's running, even when the headlight knob is turned off. Yeah, the, you know, a lot of electrical questions today. Well, it's uh, probably the way that it's supposed to be. They, you know, the uh, vehicles have daytime running lights now. Yeah. Most cars, when you're driving down the road, the headlights or some form of a headlight <clears throat> is on, and it's just a safety thing. And and I think on that vehicle, they probably just use the headlights as. Uh, the daytime running lights. And you can tell if you look on the dash, oftentimes there's a little green light that yeah. when the daytime running lights are on, it'll tell you that they're on and uh, and let you know that. But but that's probably normal uh, operation for that vehicle. Texter says, we lost a 2005 Chevy car key, which had the ability to open doors but didn't work. Can we replace it with a plane key? You know, the... Um, Lots of places can make those keys. No, mm. you can't replace it with a plain with key. With a plain key. Right. But, uh, but lots of places can make, make the, or make those programmed keys, uh, you know, some aftermarket stuff that's not too expensive. I mean, actually, the hardware stores oftentimes mm. can make those. Right. So uh, check there. And, if you know, if you want a less expensive version, they oftentimes work just fine. 2001 Oldsmobile Intrigue Texture says won't hold a charge, replace the battery, still won't hold the charge. Could it be the alternator? Could be the alternator, but don't stop spending money unless you needed a battery anyway. <laughs> Take it in, and for very little money, somebody will diagnose it properly. Uh, the proper electrical system check when you're having battery problems is to load test the battery, to test the alternator, be sure that it's charging both amps and volts properly, to um, check the system for a draw. In other words, when the car is off and shut down after a certain amount of time, there should be no electricity flowing or very, very little electricity flowing out of the battery. And we can measure that. And so, and, and then the last piece of that test is to see how, much, how many amps the starter is drawing. And... Uh, in that process, you know, your, your shop will certainly zero in on what the problem is. 
and solve the problem for you. Texter, here's an interesting question, Dan. Uh, where would uh, Dan suggest a person go to take classes on how to rebuild engines? There's somebody who yeah. wants to... I don't know. I mean, certainly all of the technical institutes yeah. uh, test that. I don't know if they... If they um, do it, you know, for amateur status, right. for, for just the, uh, the process of being able to do it yourself. Uh, I'm sure there's a YouTube video for it that would uh, give you all the information that you need to do that. Sometimes but, uh, there's these continuing education classes, but I don't know if you can get something that detailed. Yeah, I don't know if they'd get into rebuilding engines. Yeah, that's but, a pretty big but, deal. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I guess for, my answer would be I would, I would start at the technical schools. Call them. Call them. And, and uh, if they don't do it, first of all, you'll nudge them into maybe thinking it's a good idea. So maybe, <laughs> maybe. maybe they'll start to offer it. Or uh, they'll certainly be able to tell you somebody or someplace where you could go to, to learn that. Here's an 07 Yukon Denali. Traction control off Stabilitrack off error messages. Uh, there's a new throttle body. Keep getting error messages. I don't know if you can decipher that or well, not. Well, the, the um, traction control lights being on and all that is usually a, a wheel speed sensor uh, that would cause the problem. And th- if the throttle body has been replaced, that may have to be reprogrammed. So if that keeps throwing codes, maybe it's because the process hasn't been completed. Um, so I would start with that. All right, let's see. We have time. Let's do one more text, and then I think we have to let you go. My OA Taurus has developed a water leak on the passenger side, front and rear a little bit on the driver's side. Could it be the windshield or the blend door stuck open? Well, it could be the windshield. It could be the if it has a sunroof, the oftentimes the drains going down the, the pillar uh, out of the sunroof will get plugged with debris. So check that. And if it does not have a sunroof, the last place that it could be coming from is your air conditioning system. If it's not draining out onto the ground like it's supposed to, air conditioning systems all create water and the water needs to drain out of there. If if that drain is plugged, then the only other place for it to go is inside the car. Didn't years ago something happen, like if you had a bad heater core or something, if it was on the passenger side? Well, that was a long time ago. Yeah, no, that's true too. But you would you would smell the antifreeze. Oh, okay. You would know the antifreeze, right. and and if it's uh, if it's water. How do we get in touch with Lloyd's Automotive? Give us a call six five one two two eight one three one six. Come on over. We're at nine eighty two Grand Avenue in St. Paul, or check out our new website at Lloyd's Automotive. L-L-O-I-D-S, LloydsAutomotive.net. And we will talk to you one week from today. Sounds good. All right. Welcome back again, Thank Dan. You. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive. And the Twin Cities getting ready for Jack Farrell's wine chat, 57 degrees. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 